associations may be disorganized, and time and space relationships are lost. people we are back at it again with the high butt tenders podcast it is me jarell and you already know i got my road dog my partner in crime rocky what's going on (laughs) and hello everybody it is joe your host with the most joe but today i'm sipping on a little beer we're not going to reference whatever brand we're sipping on right now because we're in las vegas and we don't have sponsorship deals but it is good (laughs) to fucking be back here on the hippie speedball slash high bud tenders podcast yes buddy (laughs) i'm waiting i've been waiting for this yeah forever we've been waiting for so you know like on cw whenever the flash and uh green arrow combined it's like this is the podcast version of that <laughs> man we we wanted yeah, to have yeah. you on the podcast because first of all i love your podcast thank you so much that hey, means a lot to me shout out to shelby and betsy for being my fucking right hand people like the only reason why the podcast is what it is i might be a good host but they capture the beautiful images betsy is our fucking backbone shout out to shelby and betsy just want to throw that out there oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. shelby and betsy do you have a, I, lo- I noticed you have like a lot of music artists on your podcast. Yeah. Is that intentional? Uh, so yes and no. Um, so uh, for those I don't know, the, the Hippie Speedball podcast is basically it. Uh, if you ever smoked a bowl or had a cup of coffee with a really cool person, then you end up learning something you don't even realize you want to know. That's the Hippie Speedball podcast. <laughs> so for musicians wise, <laughs> I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> That's the best. Um, uh, so I have a music background and so like I, I've played in punk bands, I've played in different bands. I have a lot of writing experience. And so, uh, musicians originally kind of hit me up first nice. and then, um, and then I was like, oh, I really like talking music with like, you know, with, with everybody. And so it just kind of naturally just kind of flowed that way. And then I have people from the local hip hop community that are reaching out amazing artists, super fucking underrated people that are over in the Rose city right now. And I'm really glad to help them yeah. like boost their shit up a little bit. I love it. Cause you, um, they, they do the freestyles and everything. Yeah, yeah, off, yeah, 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 yeah. That's that was an idea I had because I mean, like, hundred percent, you know, freaking because of like uh, Breakfast Club, like that mm. sort of style, yeah. you know, that's where true. it's like you know the five minutes of death or whatever. Yeah, and, <laughs> and so like it's the I I wanted to capture that sort of element and like let them show what their talents are, you know, right. and I I try to adjust it based on like what they do, you know. Yeah. Like there was a an episode I had. He's a really good local rapper. His name was Spencer Boston. YouTube gave me a fucking copyright claim because of his episode. Super bullshit. It's funny how their algorithms can catch. It's funny how their algorithms can catch a, a video playing, but they can't catch when the artist himself is on the podcast and gives me permission to show the video that he fucking made. He wrote. <laughs> but apparently their algorithms there's don't no catch algor- that. There's no algorithm for that. Too. They're like, uh, listen, don't get too creative with it, okay? Yeah, and so he did like this amazing just like acapella freestyle and but, but then fucking YouTube screwed us over. So I try to adjust it according to like what they do. You know, like Scooter Rogers was just a beatbox. He was acapella. Uh, Swiggle Mandela, really great episode. One of the most recent ones we just did. And um, he um, uh, just, you know, has a really... 
instrumental, like really just kind of like really kind of good hippie sort of background. And I had yeah. this really dope guitar track that I needed to get someone to rap over for a long time. And I was like, I just have this really cool little backtrack. And I was like, do something with this. I know you can. Right. And he was like, yeah, for sure. Sounds good. <laughs> and so, yeah, it just it just uh, works out that way. And it's it's a lot of fucking fun. I love having musicians on the show. It's It's a blast. Nice. They always have something to talk about. Guaranteed, their lives are going to open up because they are artists. If they're you know? active, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, that that's how it goes. I think you fall into that artist life, and yeah. your life gets way more complicated than it really actually has to be. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> right. Well, it even kind of like falls like that with us with the podcasting game. Yes. I mean, like you know, it's kind of like I mean, let, let's let's be honest. I mean, because of people like. Joe Rogan and Andrew Schultz and people like no 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 jumper and mm-hmm. all these amazing podcasts that are out. I mean, that's becoming like the new rock stars, really. Yes. Like, I mean, you tell someone you do a podcast. Is it not that people lose their shit yeah. when you tell someone you do oh, a yeah, podcast? Sure. They're like, oh, you do a podcast. Yeah. 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 I'm like, but wait, it's not a regular podcast. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. But it's way cooler than yeah. any other yeah. podcast you've ever listened to. <laughs> Let me explain. Yeah. yeah. Which I love your guys' show, by the way, because I'm a really big fan of showing bud tenders a lot of love. I mean, you guys are the faces of the fucking industry like in there there needs to be a lot more love shown and like just the fact that you guys are called the high bud tenders you guys work where you do you have the industry experience you do you have the knowledge you do the guests you have i really appreciate it and so does everyone from the oregon cannabis industry i just oh, want to throw man, that out we, we appreciate you, you. Guys, yeah. it was really kind of the way this ended up working out and the way it started was i was at work one day jarrell uh, comes up to me and he goes, hey, you know, I have a podcast. I want to start a podcast. Would you be on it? And I was like, well, yeah, immediately. I don't even think it took two seconds for me. Yes, I would be. I would love that. That would be fantastic. And he's like, okay. So then he leaves me and I'm like, wow, think about that shit. A Bud Tender podcast yeah. where our voices are actually, yep. you know, the the title well, especially here in Sin City. Yes. Like, I mean, you guys have so many ways to put your show throughout the entire fucking nation, throughout the entire world. Right. You have people that come in, you show their state IDs, and you're like, by the way, here, check out this podcast, by the way. <laughs> That's exactly how That's it goes. Exactly and, how it happens, yeah. and we want yeah. to educate. Honestly, the, the whole point of it is a lot of people around uh, in the United States that are not in legal states are not getting the education. Yes. And yeah. so we just and want education to... education is so important. Oh my gosh. Isn't it though? Mm-hmm. Especially if you want to work in this industry. Yeah, exactly. Or if you want to just even have a good opinion oh, on this industry. Because, I mean, think of how bad it would be if some if a bud tender was miseducated and somebody came in that never really smoked before and they gave him a wrong strain... That's going to look bad on the whole fucking industry. That that fucks everybody over. Ruin their experience forever. They they might never want to come back. That's exactly it. Exactly. And that was the whole, like Rocky said, like that was the whole point of starting a podcast was just to get the education and let people know that bud tenders aren't just people who just sell weed or sit behind the counter opening up a jar and handing you know and putting it in the bag you're consultants exactly. man exactly way you're more than weed sellers yeah. yes so that's that, that was the the point get that message across get rid of that stigma hell yeah. yeah and good on you guys because it's fucking working it's working i appreciate that i mean man. look at the recognition you guys have received i mean you're freaking you i mean you got nominated for the las vegas cannabis awards you guys freaking you guys have been featured freaking for the uh the bud tender awards i mean you guys are popping up and you guys are less than a year old like that's fucking or around a year old like that's fucking dope <laughs> I, let me tell you something. There's nothing better to me to flip through 
Instagram and then come upon an actual podcast that has some content, like some really good content. That's yeah. like, there's so many podcasts and there are so many excellent podcasts. Yeah. Great yeah. cannabis podcasts out there. Um, but it's always great to see when you're flipping through and you're looking and you're like, oh my gosh, the actual content of this podcast yeah. is real. And that is you. That oh, is thank you. Real. <laughs> that From, is not where I thought that was going to go. Yes, at all. <laughs> for sure. That's what I really loved about your podcast was thank that. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was super organic feel to it. Um, and the way you engage with your, with your, uh, guests was awesome. It's comfortable, relaxing. You guys laugh, you chill Super out. Energetic. That's so important. No, thank oh, you. Yeah. I, love I love that shit. Yeah. I appreciate that so much. You guys like that. That means so much to me. Oh, one of the tricks to it is I get them really, really high on the podcast. Right. Just, like ask anybody who's been on the hippie speedball. They lift, they, they leave that show and they're like, Fuck, I am stoned. They're like, you got me ripped, bro. Same. Like yeah. they say it all the time on the show. Oh, <laughs> they're man. like, they're like, I'm having a hard time remembering this, like, you know, whatever it is they're talking about. But that means so much to me, you guys. That that means a lot. Because, oh, oh thank you. Uh and like I mean, because this this show like started off just for fun, you know? Like I didn't even think that people were gonna like it. To right. be honest. Like I just wanted to smoke weed and just drink coffee with cool people. That's yes. all I wanted to do, and just record our conversations and let, listen back on it. Because like, wow, they said something really cool. I really wish I remembered what they said exactly. Let me record it instead. (laughs) But that's what it is. I think, too, everybody's bringing out a little bit more education in the cannabis industry. And you guys show how that intertwines with other things. How cannabis and other topics, music and things of that nature kind of like intertwine with it's each other. It's a whole other. culture. It's um, yeah. Yes, exactly. And we want to retain that culture yeah. too. Yeah, yeah. So that's definitely. what's so great about having these podcasts. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Well, and especially from like, you know, educated people like ourselves that have worked in the industry. We've been in the trenches. Our boots are muddy before legalization. Like we've been fighting this shit forever. My names are on fucking petitions and ballots. Like my signature is right there couple times on a few different things <laughs> yeah. like, and so like i mean it's and it's sorry what was i saying i totally lost my train of thought because you're high <laughs> yeah because i'm really sorry no because we're just talking about how we podcast get... i'm really so thank you <laughs> yeah and by the that... way they're supplying the weed i just want to give a shout out to freaking rocky and jarell for getting me nice and stoned oh, because know. i'm fucking balling on a budget right now here in las vegas i got completely screwed with my hotel room low a lot of fucking money so Thank you so much for getting me stoned, you guys. I like to call that welcome to Vegas. Exactly. Because nothing ever ends up being like a perfect plan in Vegas. I always tell people, nope. don't plan shit. Just come here and just wing it because if you overplan yep. this shit, it's fucked. It's going to fuck you hard. <laughs> it's going to fuck you harder than the porn stars who live here. That's the way it's going to go. You just got to let Vegas do what it do. Like, let Vegas do what it do, man. Let it. It's Sin yeah. City. There's a reason they fucking call it that. It's not because of what happens here. Just let the fucking devil play with your work. Whatever the fuck is going to happen. Well, you were here last night anyway. We we all went to the uh, Las Vegas Cannabis Awards. Uh, We were were both nominated. Yes, yes, that is true. I was nominated too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a great honor, right? For sure. Like for fucking being brand new podcast and being fucking nominated for a cannabis award. That's pretty damn cool. I feel like even bigger than that, like... Being brand new podcast, and we were both at like the G Four Live. Yeah, event, like I felt like we were way ahead of our time. Way, ahead <laughs> of our time, bro. Yeah, like how because, was that like, for you? Yeah, it was. Oh man, incredible! It was so amazing because, like, it's just I, I like I said, I never really thought people would even like this show. And then when I had Keith on the podcast, 
Like the, the fact that he was like, dude, I love you. He was like, we're going to freaking hang out when you're at G4. I'm like, what? Like, yes. That's crazy to me because like I was. So for the people that don't know me and the people that are listening, I was a fucking a gray man. I was living in the shadows forever. Like I was not on social media for I mean, for all of 2020, for a good almost two years before then. Yeah. Like, I mean, I had just been completely disappeared from the entire like sphere of things. And then when I dropped on here and then everyone's like, yo, dude, I like you a lot. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, and then being at G4 Live, being at the Bud Tender Awards was such a fucking honor. Shout out to Keith Allen oh, for putting dude. on such an amazing event and and his fucking wife. I met her. She's Mara. Mara's dope as shit. Like, she was amazing because we all know behind every great man is a great woman. Right. Mm-hmm. That's the fucking way it is. But like, how many expos can you say? Hey, I know the person who runs this expo. The reason why is because they make it a point to get to know everybody. Yes. How wonderful yes, is that? Yes, exactly. And shout and out to them for like looking out for the little people and not yes, forgetting about right. us. Because yeah. there were exactly. huge podcasts there. I Cannabis mean, Talk 101, exactly. the Pop Brothers at Law were like right fucking right there. there. Yes. And we were right there next to them. Like, I love that shit, man. Telling people to shut the fuck up. It was <laughs> awesome. Right? It was amazing. <laughs> And like uh, just recently, we got a message from Cannabis Talk 101 telling nice. us to keep keep doing what we're doing. We see you. That's what they said. We see Fuck you. Yes, and that I was is so like, cool. man. I said this is like a surreal life for me because nobody. We started this because we wanted to be. We wanted to retain the culture. Yeah. We wanted to have fun. We wanted to talk to people in the industry, pick their brains and shit. And look th- look at what this shit evolved into. Yeah, for I, real. On its own, it just got crazy. Yeah. Completely organic. Yeah. Like 100% organic, you yes. know? And it's just been by putting the right sort of energy out there, putting the right sort of fucking momentum out there, and it's just... It, it's so awesome I'm so happy for you guys. I'm so happy Same for you I'm so happy for all of us I'm so happy for all of us you guys are amazing the, thank it, it you kinda, it kind of forced us into taking it serious like right it, it that is like, so that's so fucking well it was put like, you dude. know what let's have some fun with this then you you sit back and look at it you be like man this thing is gaining some traction for we real, might want to start dude. It serious for it goes real, hell yeah. Yes, and that's yeah. the best way to do it because it's not forced or anything like that. Yeah, yep. exactly. Yeah. My my first my, my first notice that it was starting to gain momentum was from my local dispensary. Shout out to Khalifa in Oregon City on Malala Avenue. If you're fucking living over in Oregon, if you're over in Oregon, go check them out. A really amazing fucking bud tender. Super great product. What part of really. Oregon is that? Uh, so Oregon City is actually south of portland it's a going more towards like it's like southeast going towards more like mount hood area like okay. more towards like the wilderness and gotcha. shit. yeah there's a community college that's right there by us called clackamas community college it's a really really popular school so these people just fucking they are playing the podcast oh the dude so much love and wild west emporium and west premium so i've actually captured like three out of the major three out of the four major dispensaries in my town nice that's and so, awesome. like i've kind of like kind of like took over their tvs basically and their airwaves but uh they've just been showing lots of love and they were really the first ones to say hey joe i really like your podcast and i'm like you do like yeah. that's pretty crazy it, like it, and then as soon as we started doing video they started playing it in the lobby like nice. and then uh I had um and Shelby and Betsy, they work for Wild West Emporium, uh the other dispensary that plays the show. And then they started playing in their lobby, and then now they're playing it over in the southeast Portland region too, because they have multiple locations throughout Portland. And so they're playing it in the Oregon City spot and the Southeast Portland on Duke Street. So if you're over in Oregon, go check out Wild West Emporium. 
and freaking Khalifa. Yeah, there's nothing like hearing your podcast in a dispensary. Honestly, it's really cool. <laughs> that's it for me. I don't need it in a. I don't need to hear it mainstream. For me, that's what. That was the actual goal. If it goes super duper mainstream, yay, I'm on board. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, I am super stoked about how this has transpired for both of us as like podcasters because we're blown up, you guys. We're we're blown the fuck up. Let's just be let's be humble and honest at the same time. We're blown the fuck up. Humble brag. I don't know if I'm on the blow up yet, but I will say that it's very nice to Like, hang out with you guys, especially people in the industry that are not in Vegas. Yeah. And they're telling us how it is. And we can share really great stories. And you could see some of the similarities and then some of the shit that just blows your mind. I know, right? Which I was actually curious. Like, that actually is really, really great transition to a question I wanted to ask you guys. So whenever you guys became Wreck, what sort of changes did you see in the cannabis scene? Because Oregon, we saw a lot of, a, a, a lot of, because also it really coincided with Portland really blowing the fuck up. Mm-hmm. And so like with Portland blowing up and the cannabis industry becoming in, a lot of corporatization came in real fucking fast. Oh yeah. I mean, real fucking fast. Yes. And so I was wondering, how did that transition go being from criminals to being able to fucking work in a dispensary? And how did you see the culture change? Um, I think it was a, uh, definitely a culture shift. I think that that's something that people just have to get used to now at this yeah. point. Um, just because I don't think that part of it's going to change, but that's my personal opinion. Please don't put that on paper. Um, so no, yeah. it's true. No, yeah. it, it's totally true. Like in it and like, well, as, as long as corporate cannabis is trying to run things, right. That's whenever shit's not going to change, <laughs> but that's going to happen regardless. Yeah. And like, that was the biggest difference. Um, it went from being f- for an exclusive group to everybody. Mm. So when it became for everybody, of course, that's more money to make. Yeah. So, I mean, it's capitalism. So, you know, mm-hmm. people seeing an opportunity to make money, they're hopping on it. Unfortunately, that's that's where the industry is going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I also think that in a on like um as and to add to that, that weed and karma also really go hand in hand. <laughs> like they really, really do. <sighs> so those people that are doing it for dirty purposes will be exposed. Because yeah. what yeah. is always done in the dark will come to the light. Right. Mm-hmm. I always I feel that. I and yeah. you know, here's the thing. I, I think once um it does, you know, become legal uh federally that's going to be everybody's going to have to follow the same laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a question about federal legalization. I want to ask you guys uh, too. <laughs> so it will be more structured, mm-hmm. and I, and, you know, it's definitely gonna. Where that's the reason why podcasts are great is because we are retaining that culture. Yes, yes. So yeah, the change was very, very. And we different. can't be censored because yeah. we can say whatever the fuck we want in yeah. the podcast community. <laughs> right that's now, the great thing. Yeah, for sure. Right now, I just feel like there's not enough time. You can't yeah. give the customers as much time as you used to. Yes. And that's where it's up. It's so in and out. Like, yes. You have to be able to fucking be like almost like a sales master yeah. to right. really oh, like really like decipher the right words in the right amount of time. Um, Keith gave you a shout out when I interviewed him on the podcast. And he was saying that like you asked him a question. 
you were like, um, based on your knowledge, what's the best thing you think you need right now or something like that. And I was like, that was a fucking genius way to ask it. Like that was like almost like an elevator pitch that you probably subconsciously <laughs> thought of to be able to be like, Hey, I'm going to get you in and out, but I'm going to fucking get you exactly what you need. Right. I mean, you have to be able to, this is, this is a, um, it is a plant that actually has some psychoactivity to it. If it's not just it, not talking about the CBDs and the, you know, Delta eights of the world and how we can like pull those things. What I mean is like, uh, it's a plant. So I feel like it has medicinal properties to it, mm-hmm. uh, has holistic properties to it that you have to have some knowledge to actually represent to people as a consumer. It's yeah. not having a shot. It's not buying a t-shirt. Yeah. It's not, you know what I mean? It's a totally different thing. You know what I mean? It's like, not buying a t-shirt. Right. It, and so it's like the greatest analogy I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like it's not going to be like bud tending. I mean, bartending at all. So we're going to have our niche. I don't think, I think that we're going to be able to retain some of that culture and podcast and other ways. Yeah. We're going to try to retain the community. The, yeah. The community yeah. feel and how we can all network and that whole deal. And I think that people worry about that going away because federal legalization is going to remove it, but yeah. that's up to us. Yeah. Exactly. We have to so, fight for that. Exactly. Yes. So, Great transition, by the way. The segues are pretty <laughs> impressive on this fucking thing, <laughs> uh, on this podcast. Um, so I was I was thinking about this earlier today. I was thinking, do you think it would be better, as far as federal legalization, to actually have the federal government legalize it like it is with alcohol, or do it state by state? I would say state by state. Me too. Oh, jeez. Uh, the only reason why that's such a hard is, well, question I mean, for me, I just because I don't trust the government to with do anything. It the right way. <laughs> yeah, with anything, very true. With but anything, especially with 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 cannabis, because it's just hard to to believe that all of a sudden they'll look at it the way it's supposed to be looked at it after fighting it for so long. Yes. Right? Yeah. So exactly. That's and, why I don't trust them to do it the right way. At least like with the state. Um, I believe like like Nevada, California, um, places like that that's been like in it for a while or had medical for a while. I think they'll at least have the knowledge enough to say, okay, let's not let's not lose sight of the medical benefit. Yeah, you know, right. That's what that's why I say let's just leave it to the state. Yeah, yes. exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. When but, I hear people, I mean, honestly, I guess these are big people doing a lot of things, but like. Uh, you know, machines where you can purchase, you know, like cannabis in a machine or whatever. I don't know if that's the best uh, way of getting things out there, even if there's explanation, if there's a little tiny screen with, you know, Jill that comes out and is like, hi, you've chose Granddaddy Perp. You made a great selection today. <laughs> let me know what you're going to, we're going to let you know what you feel like. People are just going to be like, give me my. Yeah, my cannabis. I just picture one of those like avatar ladies that's just right. randomly popping up in the corner of a computer screen or something. Hi, uh, <laughs> she's gonna be all perfect. It's gonna be super. I mean, for me, that's where I'm like, oh, I cr- it's a little cringeworthy yeah. for me, uh, because I do believe that engagement with actual human people, especially with your first time doing cannabis, helps people ease their mind because a lot of what people feel is anxiety initially. So to break that anxiety and then get high, yeah, that fucks them up. So exactly. then most people, some people will be like, uh, I don't want to do this anymore. You're going to lose like one out of 10. 
people mm-hmm. that are going to be like, why would anybody want to do this? Yeah. I just had anxiety the whole time. So under like a, like a, like a federal guidelines, like guidelines regulation, how do you think that they would handle that sort of situation? There would have to be some t- type of intermediary. I would think that that would be physically there. I just don't think machines do it. Yeah. I don't even think people pay attention to machines. I mean, how many times do you go to the pump and listen to any of the things that are on that little screen? I mean, I don't. Some I don't, people. I, are, what, 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 I'm I'm from Oregon. This isn't a thing. We have gas attendants in Oregon. <laughs> oh so, shit! So like, what okay. what is uh what is the thing on the pump that they have? So on the gas pumps, they have these little screens and they play like little ads and stuff for usually whatever the the gas station is or whatever you know little small. What? Yeah, and it's really? little advertisement screens and they keep going and going and going and yes, I mean, I guess you are gonna hit a couple people and then they're gonna want to buy your product. Oh, I get a free. 32 ounce soda with a fella hop <laughs> doing it. Stop going. Got it. Uh, Cause you drew them in with that. But for me, I'm just like, I don't know if I could do that for cannabis. I just can't see it. Like, yeah. thank you so much. You made a great decision. And then there's like a little, you know, lace potato chip commercial that plays. Yeah. In the middle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Lace potato chips, Taco Bell, something like that. <laughs> That's what I see those machines mm-hmm. like, because you know they're gonna make them real jazzy. Yeah, it's cannabis, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What do you think about that? What do you think about like automated things that are gonna give you cannabis? Like, um, I'm not for it. Vending at all. machines. Like, so I, I'm actually like I'm super old school. I like my weed weighed out in front of me. Like I like you know I I always had this joke like I think that because of people that grew up with legalization that don't know what we had mm-hmm. to go through to buy our weed there needs to be a dispensary that is just like a dude's living room and there's only one strain you could choose from shit ton of seeds and it, yeah exactly there's a shit ton of seeds and you have to just like what the fuck you get. And you have to pay whatever the fuck he's going to charge. Right. And you have to stay for like 30, 45 minutes because the neighbors might get suspicious yeah. if you leave right away. Right. Just, chill right, just chill right here for a second. And yeah. then yeah. after, exactly. And then after you accept this inconvenience, he's going to challenge you to Madden, Call of Duty, <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Jarrell's laugh is like, and God then, damn it, it's always Madden. And then you didn't, you didn't smoke the weed that you just bought from him with him while you're playing exactly. Madden. Right. He's not even going to smoke you out. Like, he's just going to be like, hey, let's match a bull. And then he can Conveniently won't load a bowl. He'd be like, yeah, load another one. I'll load another one after that, too. I'll load two in a row, bro. Don't worry about it. I got you. Oh, shit, man. My wife's on my way home. You got to go. Like, you fucking asshole. (laughs) You better give me those nugs I just smoked with you. Exactly how that works. Man, I used to always try to split out fast. That never was the deal. Right? You had to chill. You had to at least smoke one. But listen, I wasn't cracking my bag. Right. No, I'm like, you better roll some shit if you want me to chill the yeah, fuck out. For real. So, hey, me too. Me too. Right? Me too. <laughs> exactly. But to, to go back to what your question was, is I I think that that old school sort of deli style, way out the weed, yes. chit chat with the bud tender. Like, I think that's the way it needs to stay. And uh, so I'm curious. Um, and, and here, do you guys do deli style? Do you weigh out it right there? Or is Absolutely it all pre-weighed? Not. Absolutely. It's all pre-packaged. Yeah, pre-packaged. It's all pre-packaged. Yeah. That sucks. It has to be sealed up. So, I, so I heard this. I just wanted to make sure that it was confirmed. I guess Oregon is one of the last states to really do deli mm. style. Yes. And so I really hope we can keep that because the, the, there's a lot of dispensaries that already do pre-packaged. A lot. There's, there's a lot. And so, but there's a handful and a handful of chains out there that still do the deli style. And I'm really hoping that they can keep that. And I, I, I think that's where the passion the culture the 
business. They're every single aspect. I mean, the underground nature, every single aspect of cannabis comes together yeah. because like it's that time where you can sit there and bullshit while they're fucking weighing out your weed and everything like yeah. and they're all think... like so what's up joe how you doing today like you know and then every time i walk into my fucking dispensary it's like norm from cheers because they watch me on the tv they know me in person <laughs> so they're all like hey joe <laughs> they're like what's up but i think that's what they like they're trying to get rid of i feel like they, yeah they really are yeah they really yeah. are that's yeah. why you want i want everything pre-packaged put in these pretty jars yes make yeah. it look nice and then to add what rocky said we got to fight against that you know yeah, it's like yeah. we gotta, we gotta try tough. to find a way to also but not fight against it within yeah. our own within our own spirits and what we want but also find a way to come to like a middle ground you know and like kind of and also I, that's why I think education to, to fucking circle back to what you were saying. And I think education is so important yeah. because if people are educated, they're like, Oh shit, this, this is what you've been talking about for this. 90 years or so, however the fucking long it's been. I mean, I believe that there is a going to be a niche market for higher end cannabis. Yeah. So I always tell like if he's, can people that work in bud tending, people that work in the industry dispensary, I feel like if you have a great dispensary, you could still maintain. You just have to have the best level of service possible because you are retaining a culture of that where you give that one to, you know that one-on-one experience yeah. to each customer. You just have to in this day and age, you just have to know how to be a seller. You have to have the best, you know, thought in mind for the customer you have to be empathetic and caring and it's got to be fast as as fast as possible mm-hmm. and um that's the part of things so where maybe a little uh, maybe a little sales training yeah because like learning like the right kind of vocabulary okay it's like so for instance earlier in the show when i described my podcast saying like whenever you're smoking a bowl having a cup of coffee and you learn something you don't even realize want to know you were like that's like the greatest description ever i created that as an elevator pitch like so okay someone's like what's your podcast about that's what i could tell them so do you think maybe that would actually help so maybe we can incorporate some sort of like vocabulary sales training and the sort of thing so we can maintain that culture so that way it's not necessarily like sales in the sense of like trying to make as much money as possible but learning how to cater your words to educate someone in the most effective way possible in the least amount of time yes yes absolutely yeah. absolutely make it about the customer make yeah. it about cater the conversation the, yeah for sure i feel like that's definitely going to be something that we have to continue to focus on yeah uh, if not make it a little bit more um i don't know i mean butt tenders don't kill me i love you guys we're all the same um, certification is important. Like I feel learning things and making sure you've retained that knowledge is key. Mm-hmm. Um, giving people the right amount of training in learning about cannabis and it's, and evolving the knowledge yes. too because it's constantly changing. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And you know, I think it's just like any other retail experience. You should be able to train those people until they understand the product and at yeah. least can speak to it by knowing the ingredients. For sure. Inside of the plant, right? The terpenes, the, you know, the build of that actual well, and, plant. Yeah, and exactly. And learning that knowledge, especially like for a first time consumer, you know, can really, really be like a, you know, like it, it, it's really, 
important to educate them as effectively right. as possible yes. to do yes. that. And that, not even like for the like the first time consumer, because I've had customers come in and think they know what they might want or need. Yeah. And when I just happen to say, well, Good you know, point. like this might do this to you. And they was like, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute, really? Yeah. Yes. Okay, hold on, let me look at something else. <laughs> yeah. So like just um, giving that information that like everybody, like not just the new consumers, even the people that's been smoking for years, because like you said, we get new information all the time, mm-hmm. yeah. constantly learning. So if we just share that to as many people as possible, I think that like we'll do a better job of it or yeah, we'll do a better job of keeping that culture for sure. Yeah. And it represents the industry on a positive light, especially for non-consumers too, because that's one thing that we also need to really also like really show a lot of love to is allies. People yes. that don't smoke, mm-hmm. but they're down with it. Yep. Like, yeah. you know, it's like, I don't care if you smoke, as long as you're cool with me smoking. Like, right. you know, it's like that we need to show a lot of love to allies. I have a couple people that are coming on the podcast that are not weed smokers and they're going to be coming on the show. Yeah. Like, and they're, and like, they're really fucking great. So, uh, one thing, since we're doing a collaboration right here and yep. we're kind of like winding down right now, I wanted to get your guys' first time s- smoking. Oh, for, for me, yeah, your first I time. was 16. Um, just on my, my block in my neighborhood. Where was that at? Um, South Central Los Angeles. What? Yeah. That's dope. <laughs> yeah. And, I um, wish I could say I'm from there. That's <laughs> so cool. Um, but yeah, it was just, you know, one of, one of the older cats, we were just smoking. It was me and a couple other friends and I just remember laughing. Like just un- how did you smoke? Was unstoppable. It was a blunt. 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 Yeah, I was, it was a blunt. I was gonna guess blunt because it's yeah. West Coast thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I smoke lots of blunts. He rolled a blunt, and I'm pretty. It was it was stress weed. Had sticks in it. Had seeds in it. But I just laughed my ass off. Nice. And I, it was uncontrollable. Like my cheeks was hurting. It's a positive impression. Absolutely, I Hell loved yeah. it ever since. Awesome. Yep. What about you, Rocky? Mine wasn't as great of an experience because oh, i God. my cousin is like at this point in time she is a veteran smoker she's been smoking for over 10 years so uh she picked me up from school this is my like my last day of high school she's like you smoked pot before and i was like yeah no no i didn't yeah i do you might no, think so but no no. <laughs> no i don't um so she's like okay great i got some this really really great Acapulco Gold, we're going to smoke this. You're going to love it. It's going to make you real happy. So we smoked it in the car, and she's chief's heavy. And so I'm trying to catch up, and I'm smoking it like a cigarette because I didn't know that, you know, I'm just watching her, like, do her and her thing. We get to Target, and uh, I think I held on to one rack the whole time we were there. I was shitting my pants. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? When is this going to go away? Is this ever going to go away? Um but I was in that paranoid experience. That was my bad. But my, hey, it happens. It's yeah. totally okay. I've had some paranoid stories on the podcast. It's totally cool. <laughs> yep. And then, you know what? I waited a few months and tried it again with a bunch of friends. And it was really chill, chill cool, and relaxed. Hell yeah. And I loved it. Um, I ate like crazy person after I fucking... It was yeah. the craziest fucking thing that ever happened what did you to me. Eat? Uh, fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Fuck yes. I tore some fucking mm-hmm. fried chicken up. I remember that shit. Was it any like like from any particular place? Was it from KFC? Oh was yeah. It from Popeyes? Was no. it from like a store? At two o'clock in the morning, you have to get some <laughs> shit from Harold's Chicken Shack in Chicago. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Some okay. that's open to like forever, twenty four uh, hours. You shout know? out to my homegirl Aletha, who I met at the Butt Tender Award. She's from Chicago. Hell oh, yeah. 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 Hell yeah, that's awesome, dude. Thank you so much for sharing those stories. No worries. Yeah, How about that. you, bro? My first time, first time smoking. Yes. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Um, uh, so I was uh, 
funny thing about me is I was actually like people thought I smoked weed before I smoked weed, like we were just talking about. And um, like I I actually didn't start smoking until I was 16. And my friend had been trying to get me to smoke for like a year at this point. And I was just kept playing like, nah, nah, I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready yet. And then uh, we were sitting at a bus stop one time. And then he just like just out of shits and gigs, like he always does, offer me the pipe. And this time I was about to say yes. And uh, I grabbed the pipe. And then immediately after I grabbed the pipe, I was about to hit it. A fucking like family turned around the corner with a bunch of fucking kids. And this was whenever it was very illegal, very looked down upon. And so we were like, shit. And we fucking put our shit away real quick. I didn't get a chance to hit it. Luckily, we were already on our way uh, to my house and my family was gone that night. So we just had the house to ourselves. And I decided to smoke when we got there and we ordered pizza and watched Dude, Where's My Car? <laughs> and we played a uh, Guitar Hero for a while. And I'm a guitar player. I normally hate that game, but it was a lot of fun whenever, nice. <laughs> whenever it, we were stoned and shit. That is one of the most culture is cannabis stories <laughs> I ever heard in my life. Pizza, Domino's Guitar Hero, I'd even think of like how stereotypical that story yeah. actually was. <laughs> That's hilarious. That was great. That's that was like, like the full experience. Like, it really was. It really yeah. was. And that's why it was such a positive experience, too. Like, I remember one time we were trying to play Guitar Hero upside down, too. Like, because I was a guitar player and I was cocky. And oh, I was like, I bet I could do this shit, shit upside down. I suck at Guitar Hero. That's why I don't like it. And I'm like, I can literally play this whole song on real guitar. Yes. Like, real fucking guitar, six strings, all these fucking frets. What the fuck? <laughs> but I suck at Guitar Hero. <laughs> be like that. Uh, man, uh, you fucking killed it, man. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> you guys uh, killed it, too. <laughs> <laughs> we appreciate the yeah, shit out of you. We're going to do this again. And I'm thinking, because I'm coming back to the Buttender Awards, and I'm going to have my whole team with me. <laughs> oh, Say less. Let's do it. Okay. Enough said. That's, yes. That's yeah. it. That's yes. it. Yes. Collaboration that part Hell two. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Uh, if y'all enjoyed this. Which we know you did. <laughs> We're going to do this shit again. Hell yeah. But before we let you um, get out of here today, you already know what time it is, man. We have to know what you've been smoking on. Before All you came right. out here. What was you? Exactly. Yeah. Of, course. of course. Lately, it's been whatever the fuck you guys have. <laughs> but uh, before I came out here, I've been smoking on two different farms. Uh, well, two different producers. Um Northwest Kind has this really amazing cherry cream pie that's fucking I've been smoking on for a hot minute. Really good BHO. And then there's a really good company out in Oregon from Bend, Oregon called Dr. Jolly's. And I'm a giant fan girl from Dr. Jolly's. They're just so good. And I just smoke this. Uh, I have some left at home. It's like this uh, GMO fucking uh, sugar this fucking sugar wax that I've been fucking nice. smoking on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been really, really, really dank. I just recently actually started transitioning from flour to oil because I've just been spending way too much fucking money on flour. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to start switching over this way. And it's been, it's been a nice transition. Nice. Oregon, Oregon is very, very good with our concentrates. Nice. <laughs> very cost friendly for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's one reason. Okay. I love Las Vegas. What the fuck is up with your weed prices? I know, dude. Yeah. Everybody Jesus says that. Yeah. Like, I'm at a point where I'll look at the fucking, I'll go on like Leafly and I'll look at the dispensary near me and I'm like, I'm not even going to fucking smoke while I'm here. <laughs> like, I'm just too much of an Oregon asshole to want to spend that much money on no, weed. I get it. I get it. It's, yeah, it could get bad. And about yes. everything else about Las Vegas is amazing. Yeah. I love this city so much. Yeah. I have so much fun every time I'm here. And I had so much fun being on the High Bud Tenders podcast. 
podcast. Oh, oh man, yeah. You, hippie speedball all day. That's yes. going to be my new breakfast treat. Awesome. It's a hippie speedball. Hippie speedball all day, every day. What you been smoking on, Rocky? Um, I've been smoking on, okay, so big shout out to um, the Secret Haze Cup that came up. I did a little bit of judging for them, nice. and I wanted to give them a shout out. Awesome event, first of all. Thank you so much. It was amazing. I hope you guys got my submissions because I did try everything that I actually judged, which was great. But I do want to say a special shout out to Saucy for their infused pre-roll. It burns so good. Like, did you guys see how, like, it burned perfect to the so end? So evenly. Yes. It's so good. Yes. <laughs> you don't get that. Because if it was running, I would have said something. <laughs> like, 100%. I would be like, God damn, can we fix this real quick? <laughs> I mean, it is, I mean, really, really great stuff. So, thank you so much. Uh, shout out to the Secret Haze Cup for giving us that saucy. That was wonderful. Hell yeah. Jarrell, what you been smoking on? Uh, the Pink OG from Tyson Ranch. Ooh. Yeah. Terps like crazy, huh? Yeah, that was pretty good. Super, super smelly. I loved it. Pink OG. Pink OG. I'm going to look that up. I've never yeah. smoked that before. That's Mike Tyson's brand. I love Tyson. Yeah. So much. Hell yeah. <laughs> what a legend. <laughs> Man, we uh, we are super elated uh, to all of our listeners out there. We thank you. And I'm sure you are super excited about every time you get a new watch or a new listener. And yes, has- of course. Yes. Yeah. Like, definitely tune in to the Hippie Speedball podcast every single week, everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Audible. Everywhere you can possibly get a podcast. Excellent. And that's same for us. We're yes. everywhere you and can get a podcast. And for everybody from the High- Hippie Speedball podcast, tune into the fucking High Blood Tenders podcast. And whenever I do post this on YouTube, I'm going to go ahead and put a link right there in the description. Right there. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, thank you, everybody. You know, we're at www.highbloodtenders.com forward slash podcast or forward slash shop if you want to pick up a t-shirt or any kind of little swag that we have. We're working on it, but it's actually coming along really, really well. Uh, We appreciate everybody for listening again. And as always, stay high, bud tenders. And thank you, everybody, for tuning into the Hippie Speedball Podcast. It is Joe, your host with the most Joe, with Rocky and Jarrell. And I will see you guys next time. Peace. Peace. So oh, sick. Wow. Super dope. That was so sick. I love both of you guys so much. <laughs> you guys are so much fun.